When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. Four steps in a new direction. The Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there. And he's your in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin up to already raucous debate when on Twitter she called on peaceful Muslims. Yo, censor me deception. You ain't censoring shit. Hey, yo, I 
it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hate it, don't want it there. I need it. It's sensory deception. Who can't sense my perception? Hey, yo, I touch it, taste it, smell it, hear it, see it, love it, hate it, don't want it there. Standard Time, right here on RazRadioLive.com. Staple her mouth shut. Stapled! Had a medical stapler? I don't know. No, it was a stapler stapler, right? No, 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 it was a medical stapler. It was a medical stapler. Mm-hmm. A medical stapler. He stapled her mouth shut. And I was like, how did he get them out? Like, what would he do? She was staple remover. I'm like, oh! Do you, do, you think, do you think they'd be really creeped out if I asked to borrow it? Um, what are you going to do with it there, sport? I just want to look at it. No big deal. Yeah, you just want to look at it? What are you planning on stapling? Because I will not hesitate to grab your stack and staple it to your thigh. I don't know what you're talking about. I just want to look at it. I want to check it out. I want to see what makes it medical. Like in detail. I, you know. And don't, don't take advantage of some of my some of my uh, numb parts either. I don't know what you're talking about. I want to check it out. This, this is sounds like a neat tool. Yeah, neat tool? This sounds like a very disturbing video, upcoming video. What? Because I completely picture you stapling my cunt together. I, I was not gonna really not that. Not. Oh shit, you're gonna fucking you're gonna start to scare me because you've been talking to Kate doing all this <laughs> mental psycho babble crap. What are you talking about now? And I can see you smiling already. I'm probably going to get fucked again before the night is over because of all this shit that's going on because you know what's getting to Just me. Just because I want to see a medical stapler? I don't know how the fuck you get there from that. I don't know. Because I know how you work. What? No, you think. You don't know. Guys, I'm telling you out there if you only knew. Kinky Kitty's World. Monday nights 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here on RazRadioLive.com. Catch up on past shows at KinkyKittyRadio.com. Enjoy. And have a nice day. I like tacos and burritos. Do, 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 do. Your doctor, pills become bullets and they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. Throw men in mass come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa. Now what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons disguise as priests and nuns. Time to run with no place to go except Honduras. With a man called Porto Jones, stolen bones. Indeed, the skies with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs. Silver and gold, behold, the weather's controlled. By genetically modified hybrid clones. Building bunkers with subjects under mind control. Injected and observed in the combat zone. Now, come on. In the cool, a billion dollars. 
studio because like i'm in a studio now it has guitars and some kind of uv light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on the smartest most handsome on-air personalities price of liberty is is ugly it's not it's not very pretty you're not very pretty we don't talk about religion so uh we're actually god's chosen people so they are the chosen ones i know this i think the christians think that you killed their savior and we're always respectful to women when they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? you sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now talking about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey like That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
Popeye from federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. <sighs> the sultry sound of matrix music. It always makes you feel good on a Tuesday night, doesn't it? You were listening to the first 52. On RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com, it's Tuesday, June 23rd, 2015. And let me tell you, if you guys have problems following me normally, there's a good chance it's going to be a hard time following me tonight. I'm going to be all over the place. I get so many different thoughts running through my mind. You know, when you only do this once a week... You know, and you're not doing it every single day. It, it, it's so hard to, to line up what it is you want to talk about. Because you've got a full week of stuff. And, and, and things change so much over that period of a week. You know, this thought goes to this thought. And, and it's just constantly evolving. It's never the same thing. So it, once a week, it makes it hard to do a show. It really does. i got to be honest. I mean, I've got articles still pulled from two weeks ago that I never even got to. But I would love to get to. And maybe we will. We'll have to see how the evening goes. Because I've got a bunch of different things. Uh, I've got some some really... Some some things that I think about as I listen to uh, these debates go on after after bad things happen. You know, how how, uh, racism 
is what caused the shooting. Well, guess what? I don't argue that fact. I agree that the, the Charleston shooting uh, had a lot of racism involved in that. Do I believe it's a hate crime? Well, no. I think all crimes are hate. I don't think there is one hate crime. If you want to hurt somebody and your intentions intentions are to take something, whether it be life or property, or harm somebody, then you're using hate to do that. You're not doing it because you think it's fun. Uh, well, I guess, I don't know, maybe some mental deranged people think it's fun. But hate is the basis of all crime. Hate Crime starts with hate or, or necessity. All right, we'll say that. There is some crime of necessity. But, I mean, a crime of necessity is so far and few between compared to when we're going to throw hate crime. So I, I think crime is just crime, I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you're going to hurt somebody, if you're going to affect somebody's life, then I consider that a crime. I think one of the comments I heard that really just grabbed my attention and made me go, what? What was that? He basically said, and, and this was one of the, I, I don't remember who it was. I was listening to another talk show today, and uh, they were playing this audio clip after the whole clip of Obama saying the N-word, um, which, it's a word. Uh, I, I don't, I, I think used in the, in the, in the context intended to be hateful or or derogatory, it's a horrible word. But society has grown. Things change. And I think that a word should not be the focal point of race debates or, or any kind of debate. It, it goes to the chemtrail debate. Everybody gets upset because you use the word chemtrail instead of persistent jet contrail or or whatever it be. I think there's a couple other terms for it. Solar radiation management, whatever you want to call it, it's still a chemtrail. It's just a word. So as I watch these guys come out and talk about these shootings and how racism's involved and, uh, you know, racism is white supremacy was one of the comments I heard. And when I heard that comment, I kind of sat back a little bit. I went, wait a second, wait a second. Racism is not white supremacy. White supremacy is white supremacy. You know, uh, the 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 drive for a black race is is a drive for a black race. I I don't want to use Black Panther because I know the old Black Panthers are good, and I, I'm not really sure where we're going with the new one. But that kind of would be along the lines of a white supremacy type group, but for black, a black supremacy. I guess that's the word I'm looking for: black supremacy. Uh, maybe there's an Oriental supremacy group. But the point is, is ra everybody, everybody, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you claim in public. And we had this conversation this weekend for Father's Day. By the way, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that might be listening. But we had this conversation. We went on this really cool thing. It's called a beer bus tour uh, for Father's Day. My wife, lovely woman that she is. Uh, wanted to make sure I enjoyed my Father's Day. So Saturday, she took me on a beer tour. So I got to meet all these different people. Shit. I hate when that happens. I lost where I was going. White supremacy, racism, beer bus tour. 
All right, so we go on this beer tour, and we have a blast. Uh, where was I going? Can somebody remind me where I hate you know you ever have that happen to you where you've got like a, a perfect idea of where you're trying to go and it just it goes away just by poof off in the distance. You forget exactly where you're going. Happy Father's Day, all Father's Day uh, fathers out there. We go on this beer bus tour, talking about right white supremacy, uh and racism. God bless it. I hate when that happens. Alright, why don't I just you know, move on to the, the next point that I wanted to bring up. You know, a lot of people have talked about how, uh, you know, they're proud of South Carolina because uh, this this individual, was, uh, these nine people were killed and nobody rioted. Well, this individual, this roof dude, where he definitely had some issues when it comes to uh, his belief pattern. You know, I... I, I I believe that people can have a thought pattern that is their own thought pattern. They have the right to have that thought pattern. And, oh, that's right. That's, I remember what I was saying now. Racism. Everybody is racist. So we're on this beer tour. It just popped back in my head, thank God. Uh, we're on this beer tour, and we're getting this conversation uh, about this later in the day, on the way home from it, actually, with the people that went with us. And as far as I'm concerned... Everybody has racism in them. That time that you see a, a young black man that, that maybe has his pants sagging and you kind of bow up a little bit, you get a little concerned about that person approaching you, that's racism. That, that's what it is. When, when, and it happens, all people have a little bit of racism in them. It doesn't make them bad, No. It's when they act out on those racist thoughts and those racist ideas. When they go out and they harm people because of those thoughts, that's when it's a problem. Now, I, I'll i stand here and admit, there's been times I've been walking down the street and a, a really big black guy that kind of maybe looked like he might not be the nicest guy in the world was walking towards me, and I got concerned. I looked to see where my kid was. I looked to see where my wife was. I thought about what I might have to do. So does that mean I'm a racist? Or does that mean that I see something that is out of the normal for my environment so I prepare myself? Well, I say that is the, the hidden racism inside that we all have. Black, white, Puerto Rican, uh, or Oriental, uh, Buddhist, I don't care what you are, deep inside there's somebody that is different from you that when you look at, you go, who? Can I trust this person? Am I okay walking past this person? Is this, is this safe? That is racism. It, it, it's not against a black it's not against a white. It's not against an Oriental. It's not against a Mexican. It's against somebody different from you. So maybe, maybe you never, ever, ever look at a black and go, oh, you know, he kind of scares me a little bit. You never do that, right? But I'll bet you that you see a Muslim and you're worried about if they're going to bomb the airplane or the bus that you're on. Or you just kind of go, oh. Maybe that's somebody I should concern myself with. 
So white supremacy is not racism. Racism is racism. Supremacy is supremacy. And and that's just something that I've always... I've really just been trying to figure out as I listen to these different things going on. Now, the no riots in South Carolina, which is where I was going once I remembered what I was trying to talk about. No riots in South Carolina is a good thing, of course. But they're going, oh, well, nine, nine blacks were killed and nobody rioted. Well, that's because they weren't killed at the hands of somebody with authority, which is what disturbs most people. That's what gets people and makes people go, this is a problem. This person of authority hurt this individual. Not this white supremacist. There's no reason to riot over that. There's no reason to protest over that. There's reason to unite. There's reason to bring the community together. And we saw some some great you know things like that happening. And I applaud how the community up there has come together. It's not easy. <laughs> yes, Fortoad, I just saw your tweet. It's not easy to watch something happen that large in your community. I mean, it's it's a scary thought to think that somebody can come into your community and completely change what's been going on and make everybody scared but racism is still there from both sides or multiple sides and that's the debate that needs to be had um do i think this individual and this is a big uh, another conversation that's been going on this week do i think this individual was uh currently on a prescription medication that was prescribed to him to take no i don't was he when he was uh, I, I think he was a ninth grade dropout at what point in time was he on medication which remember just because you don't take it anymore doesn't mean you haven't already been altered besides the fact that he was using street and pharmaceutical drugs for recreational purposes using ones that in their own um, information sheets talk about how it can change your personality and make you a totally different person so if you're if you're if your personality can be changed at one point isn't it okay to accept the fact that or or isn't it can't we think about this that maybe this guy had always been a, a white supremacist. This guy always hated blacks, but he never acted on it. He actually apparently had, or allegedly had, some some friends that were black. Now, was that his beard? You know, we talk about men who are gay that have wives. Was that his beard? Was that his cover? He had a couple black friends that he was really nice to. Maybe they grew up, and they'd always been friends. And, and even though he was such a racist... He couldn't hate this person that, that was his friend from childhood because he knew inside he really wasn't bad and he wasn't what he had learned through the supremacy groups. 
that's a possibility. It's a possibility that 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 all the street and and pharmaceutical drugs that he was taking uh, changed his mind and got rid of his inhibitions and gave him the ability to actually go through with it. Obviously, we've heard that he thought about not going through with it because the people were so nice. What made him go through with it? Why did he go through with it? Was it hatred and anger that encouraged him and pushed him to go through with this action? Or was it the chemical effects through multiple different varieties of drugs that caused him to go through with it? You know, if we look through the history of shootings, mass shootings, 75%, I I don't want to claim 90%, but I've thought about it and I've looked at some of the figures and, no, there are, you know, there's definitely some that weren't. There's some that didn't happen, maybe, that almost did happen. There's people that have committed suicide on these drugs. So the, the drugs need to be addressed whether they're taken legally or illegally and to to ignore the fact the fact that Xanax was one of the drugs he was recreationally using is not a good thing and there was a big debate that I got into on Twitter uh, about this subject and the only point I want to raise and all the research I did while I was in the middle of this argument this debate on Twitter about Xanax or or how to diagnose bipolar disease. Let's start there. Bipolar disease. There's a great documentary. Um, I've seen it multiple times. But I just recently replayed it because I do doc days when, when there's nothing really going on in the mornings. I'll, I'll do a doc day and listen to what I'm playing to make me to make me think and, and reprogram and, and, and re-understand the facts. So this, this one I was playing because it talked about psychotropic drugs. And as you listen to what they discuss about bipolar disorder and about th- these diseases, you have to realize that if somebody's taking it recreationally, you still, those side effects are even ten times more important. Because there is no chemical imbalance that's being treated. So I guess my main point on these things are, if you're treating a chemical imbalance, but yet you lack a test to identify the chemical that is imbalanced, and you base your treatment just on some questions, how can you effectively treat somebody with a chemical imbalance that you don't know the chemical that's imbalanced with a chemical that you're really not sure what it's going to do. Or it's going to do 75 different things to, you know, 200 different individuals because the list of side effects is so large. So should we be doling out drugs based on doctors' observations over years and years and years of a period of time? Should we just be doling these drugs out to just anybody that just happens to follow the same kind of 
symptoms of what we originally diagnosed as bipolar. But then we, we have to remember that these people are force-fed via entertainment, by TV, by commercials, that they might have a problem, and maybe they should go talk to their doctor. But again, the doctor has no test to determine if you have a problem. So what's the best thing to do? Let's just prescribe something. That's all we have to do. If we just prescribe something, there, then, then we can just observe. And maybe we'll say, oh, wait, this symptom was cured by this. So basically, the way the pharmaceutical end of psychiatrics works is all the people that are depressed or lonely or sad or having a hard time coping, don't like their job, argue with their wife, don't like their mom, can't concentrate in school. All these people have been put in a barrel and they've loaded that pill gun up and they've said, hey, Let's see what may or may not work. What do you think about that? We'll just test it on all of them. And we'll see if we have a concoction that might might help somebody. Maybe it'll make them listen to us and do what we say. Look at my crayon. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Ray. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad? Sure. Four oh. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz or Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy, Four Toad. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. Helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life.
future, a crisis approaching that unnerves me and causes me to tremble for my country. Corporations are enthroned, and corruption in high places will follow. The money power will prolong its reign by working on the prejudices of the people until all wealth is aggregated in the hands of a few, and the republic is destroyed. Abraham. What's up, Rans Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Honey, look at those beautiful clouds. Those are clouds, Daddy. Those are chemtrails. Chemtrails? What are chemtrails? Chemical trails, Daddy, and they're very bad. What's through all these chemtrails?
What's through all these chemtrails? RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. We're back. We're here for you. I don't know if you guys remember I said I was going to be pulling, uh, you know, the top 100 songs of a certain year or every every week and, and try to change up the, the bumper music. So I decided 1999 was going to be my year, and this is what you get. This is what you get. Honestly, I gotta be honest, I like this song. You, you all can call me whatever you want to call me, but I like this song. Because, hey, it was a good time. It was before 9-11. It was when everything just kind of flowed and we just wanted to have fun. Right? We just wanted to have fun. But... Those days, I guess, have passed us and moved along, right? Uh, let's get rid of that. Guys, welcome back to First 52 here on Raz Radio Live and RadioFreeBlood.com. What, what, what should we talk about here? You know, I want to address this right now and get this one out of the way, because it's something I read earlier this week, and it kind of kind of got my attention. I was like, really? That's what you're going to say? That's the direction you're going to take this one? You're on notice. Police union rep releases open letter to Americans with anti-law enforcement attitude. Attitude. Here's the letter. You guys can determine what you think of it. I'm going to do my best. You guys know how it goes when I read. Uh, any mistakes I make, make sure you take a drink. That's just how the game works. Consider this an open letter to the public we serve. The criminal element in our city and the self-appointed spokesperson who chose to remain blind to reason, who uses misinformation, and who sensationalizes tragedy at every opportunity to forward their public agenda. Know this. The members of River City FOP Lodge 614, who serve and protect Louisville, every day will no longer stand on the sidelines while anyone continues to assault and demonize us. To those of you that support us while we serve and protect you, thank you. Although you are not chosen for media interviews, we know that you understand we are here for you and your families. We know that the vast majority of you see the 99% of police officers serve with integrity and courage. Although we know in our hearts that you are the silent majority, sadly, that may not be enough. Soon we may ask to, soon we may have to ask you 
ask for you to rise up against the small but very vocal group of people in this city, in our city, who resist everything we strive to attain. Freedom, safety, and the ability to live our lives happily and without fear. <laughs> to the criminal elements in our community, community, we do not fear you. We are not your punching bag, and we will not simply stand by and accept your verbal or physical assaults. No matter what craziness occurs, we will always protect our citizens and ourselves. No matter how weak our criminal justice system, we will hunt you down and again, wait, we will hunt you down again and again until they put you away or you go away. No matter how weak our policies, wait, no matter how weak our policies, we will find a way to keep you, to make you understand that Louisville isn't where you want to live. Most importantly, though, take note of the following. If you actively resist or assault us, we will use every option available to take you into custody. If you use deadly force against us or use or attempt to use a dangerous instrument or deadly weapon against us, we will use deadly force against you and we will stop the threat to us, our fellow officers, or the citizens we serve. To the sensationalists, liars, and race baiters, we are done with you. At first it was good enough just to sit back and watch your ridiculous spectacle. No more. Now your rhetoric, lies, and hate puts all of us, police officers and citizens alike, in danger. From now on, we will call you out each and every time you tell a lie, twist of the truth, or otherwise engage in vile behavior meant to push your selfish agendas. If you behave, if your behavior or untruths cause harm to us or the public, we will make every attempt to have you investigated, charged, and prosecuted at this local, state, or federal level. Your idiocy and lies are what caused the destruction in Ferguson and other cities around our country, and we won't be tolerating that here. We watched in shock most recently as some of you flat-out lied to the media after a critical incident here in Louisville. I wish I could say that better. Many in the media are self-serving too, and we watch as they stood on the sidelines and fanned the flames of fiction, uh, financial gain. It is obvious to nearly everyone that you are attacking and lashing out at the police instead of attacking the real problem, those who commit the crimes in our cities and those who enable the criminal element enable the criminal element you are not playing at paying attention to what is happening around the country as police are disempowered the prominently majority areas of cities including louisville are suffering at the hands of killers and violent felons yet you continue to attack law enforcement your attacks cannot stop the truth from shining through the truth is that every day there are millions of encounters during which police officers interact peacefully with all kinds of people, even during very difficult circumstances. Your flawed logic and lack of reason regarding events that occur in our society makes you appear stunningly inept. Let me help you, all citizens in Louisville, regardless of race, creed, color, gender, or national origin have the same rights and responsibility. 
No one gets a separate set of rules. Politicians may fear you and your tactics we do not. You and those you enable must abide by the law and comply with law enforcement like everyone else. If you refuse to comply, or even worse, attack a law enforcement officer, expect to be met with force. Your ridiculous demands and anti-law enforcement attitude has reached a level that is unacceptable. You want our attention? Well, you have it. Consider yourselves on notice. We challenge you to have some integrity and dedication to serving the community that you say you seek in the police. We already have it. You need to get it. On behalf of the members of RCFOP Lodge 614, Dave Mutzler. I'll let you guys just maybe ponder that letter. Maybe maybe you'll have to download the replay of the show and listen to it again. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that letter. <laughs> I read it. It just blew my mind when I read it the other day. So let's do some pot news. Everybody like pot? Everybody got a problem with pot out there? Well, do you not like smoking pot? Do you think pot's evil? Well, you know, I live in Florida, you know, the blue hair capital of the country. Oh, what is a blue hair, you ask? Google it. Maybe you can figure it out. We have a big issue here. You know, we we have people that want to use medical marijuana. I have family members that need and want medical marijuana. Uh, As you know, uh, we got beat out by some uh, Vegas douchebag that decided he wanted to sink a bunch of money here in Florida to stop medical marijuana this past election cycle so damn it you know these stupid websites i'd love to use your website uh to to on my show but do me a favor stop having it so every time i turn off your stinking video it just starts up on its own because i really want to read this story but your video just does whatever the hell it feels like doing and it's kind of annoying when i'm trying to discuss one thing and play some news, and and your website decides it just wants to play whatever the f it wants to play whenever it feels like it. All right, I need to talk some pot because you know now I'm stressed. It's footsteps when it comes to pot possession. A little more than a week after Miami-Dade began exploring the idea of finding people who have marijuana, their neighbors to the north are looking into it as well. NBC Six reporter Stephen Schuler is live from Schuler is live from Fort Lauderdale with their plan. Trina, to be clear, the proposed ordinance wouldn't legalize or decriminalize marijuana possession here in Broward County, but it would downgrade potential penalties for offenders, and it could save taxpayers millions of dollars. The county commission will take up its first vote on this issue on Tuesday. It would, uh, If five or more of those commissioners approve, a law will be drafted for another vote later this fall. Broward County would follow several other local governments considering relaxing marijuana laws. As you mentioned, a Miami-Dade County proposed set for vote next month would give police officers the option to issue fines or community service to offenders carrying 20 grams of or less instead of a criminal arrest. Hollandale Beach and Miami Beach are also looking into this idea. 
Now, Broward Sheriff Scott Israel supports the idea of civil citations. In a letter to a county commissioner, the sheriff touted the success of a juvenile civil citation program as an example. The move could also save taxpayers millions in court and processing costs. Broward County Mayor Tim Ryan tells us he'd like the local cities to weigh in on this plan first, but says it could be an effective way to cut incarceration costs. It wouldn't be generating funding, but it would be trying to reduce the cost, the detention costs. I do know that it's over $300 million that we spend for detention services annually in Broward County. So it's a significant expense. Again, that vote scheduled for Tuesday here in Broward County. As for those other areas considering similar ideas, those votes are scheduled for the upcoming weeks. For now, live in Fort Lauderdale, Stephen Schuler, NBC6 News. So we could, listen, don't get me wrong. This is a great first step. But I want to point out some things in my mind of what I see when I hear this. We're going to decriminalize is basically what they're doing. They're decriminalizing, but they're going to still generate revenue. As a matter of fact, my guess is they're going to generate a lot more revenue by issuing a civil citation than they are. Hold on, I hear something. Oh, my kid's TV is a little loud, obviously, because I can hear it. Um, They're going to generate more money through this civil citation than they will putting people in jail, than they will going through these court proceedings where people walk a lot of times because of BS reasons, or maybe good reasons. I I don't want to call it BS because I don't think somebody should go to jail for pot. So this is a step in the right direction. That's where I was going when I talked about the election. It's obvious that a majority of people or a good amount of people here in Florida um, are, are ready to eliminate this stupid, stupid law that is just hurting people who are sick and damaging lives of people who just want to smoke a plant instead of maybe drinking a beer. So I think we need to to see this move forward. And as we discuss that, you know, one of the biggest fears that people are having in in places like Colorado and Washington State that that legalized marijuana, that made it okay no matter how you wanted to do it, pretty much where you wanted to. I mean, there's still a few restrictions on where you can do it. But you can do it. You can buy it. You won't go to jail. You won't get a fine. Huh. And what they say? They said, oh, no, this is going to this is going to make the gateway drug easier to get. And children, children will smoke it more and more. Well, Time magazine reports teens don't smoke more pot after medical marijuana laws pass. Study finds. Researchers find no measurable impact from legalization of marijuana in 21 states. New research has cast serious doubts on the argument that legalization of marijuana, medical marijuana will lead to more widespread use among teens. The study, which was published Tuesday by Columbia University, researchers in the Lancet Psychiatric examined marijuana use among more than a million teenagers over 24 years. The research found no discernible impact in the 21 states that had legalized the drug for medical use. The risk of marijuana use in states before passing medical marijuana laws did not differ significantly significantly from the risk from the risk after medical marijuana laws were passed. The co-author wrote. So, what does that mean? 
that means that it, it that means that just effing legalize it already. That's what it means. That, kids are going to get it if they want it. If they're inclined, I never smoked pot till I was eighteen. Never. I refused. I made my ex girlfriend flush it down the toilet because I was so angry she had it. No, I never stopped after I turned eighteen. <laughs> well, except for my military stint. I will be honest on that one. But the point is, it's harmless. It's not going to kill you. There's people that need it. People I love that need it and want it. I mean, come on. This is just ridiculous that we still continue to to use this as, like, the biggest driving of the drug war. This is This is what drives the drug war. So, as we listen to the fact that we are decriminalizing it, that we have almost half the nation that has some form, if not more than half the nation, that has some form of legal marijuana, and we all see that that people, we talked about pharmaceuticals earlier, we have millions and millions of people who takes some form of pharmaceutical every day, right? These pharmaceuticals affect your brain. They affect how you can move, how you can drive, how you can operate machinery. You know, a lot of the same things that marijuana can do in, in certain, you know, if used recreationally, right? Now, you can work. You can have a job. While you take uh, Percocet or uh, uh, Seroquel or whatever pharmaceutical your doctor determined you should have, you can still work as long as you have a prescription and you take a drug test and that's in your system, right? So, why should it be different for anybody else? Pot may be legal in Colorado, but you can still be fired for using it. The state Supreme Court ruled 5-1 to one Monday that a medical marijuana patient who was fired after failing a drug test cannot get his job back. Colorado became the fourth state in which courts have ruled against medical marijuana patients fired for pot use. A Colorado worker, Brandon Coates, is a quadriplegic who was fired by Dish Network after failing a drug test in 2010. The company agreed that Coates wasn't high on the job, but said it has a zero-tolerance drug policy. But if he was on, I don't know, I don't even know the name of painkillers. If he was on uh, Oxycontins, prescribed by a doctor, he could keep his job. He wouldn't have lost his job then. I mean, how much sense does that make? If if something is prescribed, it's prescribed. If you can present a prescription and say, my doctor told me I need to take this, then, then how can you lose your job because of a zero-tolerance drug policy? Well, if the guy was on painkillers that were prescribed by a doctor, would he be fired right now? Is that how it would go down? Would have gone down for him, or would he still be working? 
probably making a lot more mistakes because you know you're a lot more uh, loopy when you're on those things. It's just it, it's things that you have to question. It's things you have to wonder why. I don't care if you don't want to do pot. But I think that you should care if somebody can avoid a severe, painful drug that's going to do more damage and end up putting them into a situation where maybe they need to have a liver transplant. Because of all the pharmaceuticals they were using before to to fight off another problem. You see how that goes? You see how that can work? All right, guys. Um, <clears throat> let's take a break here. I believe Scott Ledger will be dialing up with me here in the second hour. And we'll cover some more topics, see what's going on with him, make sure everybody's in the in the right phase of what's going on with the release of uh, DC. All right, guys, you're here in the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. When I return, of course, a lot more things to talk about. Hell, I'll starburst some more for you. How's that sound? Uh, we'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Go take care of what you got to take care of. Peace. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trails. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is going to... They're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
Constitution, and that's what we ought to be doing. The system that we have today is ripping off the middle class and the poor. Can you imagine how great a nation we'd have if we didn't have the Federal Reserve System printing all this money? Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one and avoid nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Come on, fuckos, let's go for a ride. <laughs> Keep them up all night. We in the research community say this is a What's going on? This is a largest staff murder. They've been committing mass murder. On the general public for years. It's nothing new. Your rights are on the way out. You ain't even gotta be a felon. Conduct them at experiments and test on ya Look above your head, see the chemtrails Government, they let them rest on ya They love to fuck with your brain, make it psychosomatic They aim is to control your frame just like you an addict It doesn't matter what race, color, or greed, brother I tell you, we're all in danger and poverty, brother Just the other day, two little girls slaughtered And I blame it on the new little world order Crime is a business in the city Don't forget the siren, stop, it's a pity A lot of jobs will get lost the president's in control, but the mob is the boss. And I don't mean the Sicilians or them cats from Napoli. I'm talking about the reptilians. And their population control agenda's getting further. All they really trying to do is commit mass murder. Killers working on your kids. The real gorillas working in the midst. Don't like Mr. Pays, a.k.a.'s 
Fuck your favorite MC with his own mic. Don't you know I eat rhymes? Forget beefing on beats. I chop a body up and stuff it in the meat grinder. I'm grounded now. Don't tell me to flip. I get bananas in. Buddy, I'll empty the clip. You're on fire. I spit gasoline at you. You didn't raise the bar star. You just a trampoline rapper. Your pussy don't want to fuck. You a beauty pageant contestant crying. Cause you only one runner up. And you've done it so sleazily. Now I bet you gon' get on a record and say that you seeing me. But that's an awfully bogus claim. Unless you write for the Daily Planet. And your whole name is Lois Lane. But you a low class, large mouth, fast, brass burglar. My job is murking you cause you working for mass murder. They the killers. It's working on your kids. The real gorillas. Lurking in the mist. Man, they're heartless. They don't care. Living the largest. They're everywhere. When your stupid fucking economy falls, that'll be a good collapse. I hope I'm sitting in front of a television with a bowl of sugar smacks. Villagers wonder I'll be pillaging thunder like Disney. Slated to gobble motherfuckers up like Rice Krispies. I get a kick from clapping punks. See a banana nut rapping. It's best he address me as Captain Punch as you remain under the complete control of snooty devils. Who got your rocks locked in a box like booty pebbles? Don't forget your alias could be Switch. Any rookie with his new pseudonym is Cookie Chris. Got your motherfuckers with a rusty jackknife. I'll eat anything like Mike. That's life. If you ahead, don't you worry. My sound rocking you. I'll take you back like blueberry and cow chocolate. There's a hole in your bowl. It's sloppily spilled. So called serial killers getting soggy and milk. They killing killers. It's working on your kids. The real gorillas. Looking in the mist. Man, they're heartless. They don't care. Living the largest. They're everywhere. Nothing makes sense anymore. Don't you see? The government's answer to an epidemic was to make the disease a crime. But what would happen if the government became infected? They need this cure to continue. They will self-destruct without it. But I have a purpose for Christ's sake. Yeah, infection removal. For the good of the country. To eliminate undesirables. No. I was hired by Hellman to uphold the reforms. Psychological, as we in the research community say, this is a psyop. They're preparing people for what is coming, not what is being presented today. So you're saying they're preparing people to accept it with incremental? That is correct. Like the old frog example. You know, you put the frog in the water and you just gradually continue to raise the heat on the water until the frog is until the frog is until the frog is. Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some Yeah, the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you guys are ready for, you know, more information, more conversation, more things going on that we'll just, you know, have to talk about. That's just how it goes. That's what we do here. We talk about what's going on in the world. Like I promised you, 1999 hits the top 100. I'm just picking shit random. I don't know. Maybe you enjoy it. Maybe you don't. Oh, yeah. You know, I miss the 90s. I miss 1998, 99, 95, 94. They were all great years. I was young. I wasn't 40 and a grandpa at that point in time. But, hey, 
I guess we all grow up, right? That's what we do. All right, so as we move forward into this whole evening of, of conversation and what's going on, we've been looking forward for a little bit here for, for the return of something really important to a lot of us, something that changed a lot of our lives. Well, let, well I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm going to bring up the man that knows. Scott, how you doing, brother? You know, uh, first of all, if you were to actually play uh, some decent music from the early uh, late 90s, then I would respect you more, but that's okay. I still love you anyway. <laughs> You know, maybe know. some disturbed or you know, you know, you know, like a like a real band instead of that. Um, I don't know what what was that. What, what that was, was the artist you were playing? Lou Bega, Mambo Number yeah, Five. Bega. You don't remember see, the see, Mambo That's Mambo? my point. Yeah, that's my point. Okay, you want people to take you seriously? You can't fucking play Lou Bega. You got to have okay, fun. Don't worry that way. Hey, you taught me. You have to have fun sometimes, also. Well, you know, just you know, <laughs> I don't know. You, you know. I, you don't have to play Lou Bega to have fun. You get it. Anyway, um, yeah, man. Um, first of all, apologies for not being able to do the show live tonight. Uh, there's about six different things going on. There, you know, it's so weird. I, I swear to God, Sean, uh, I have looked back on my life several times, and when I look backwards, I say, it's amazing how those pieces all fell together at that spe- uh, specific time. And and then I look back and I go, I, I didn't plan any of that. Why is that happening? Meanwhile, it was all good. And a um, couple of things, uh, my my laptop, which I'll play probably 80 to 90% of my sound off of, uh, you know, from a drop into a song to, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, bouncing back and forth during uh you know, playing some audio off of YouTube or something like that. Well, the sound card decided to shit the bed. So uh, here I am thinking I got to get a new sound card. Dave says, "Nah, man, just get a USB with some ins and outs. You're good to go." So that's already been taken care of. But I also noticed uh, in the in the bedroom that my studio is now set up. We were using wireless throughout the house. Right. It's very spotty in in the living room. It's great. By the time I get to the bedroom, it's so uh, we're now running a hard wire because I'm an old school guy. I like wire to wire. I I I don't mind wireless communications i just trust uh you know an actual point a to point b connection so that's getting taken care of well and that's Uh, that's a lesson scott listen you know you you are you've been a professional radio personality for 30 years you know you you walk into a studio you go okay i'm ready to go you sit behind the board if you had to run the board yourself and you do the show you never had to it's a well i don't want to say you never because i really don't know but it's a lot different when you have to do everything when you're in charge of everything and you have to go through the trials and tributes of using wi-fi or hardwiring what's the better way to do it this is not just uh you know it's it's a lot of fun and games and i do it for fun but it's not just walk in, plug in, and go. It's it's a lot more. Well, work. yeah, let you know exactly. And, and I'm going to get to the, the 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 thicker part of what's going on in my life now. I started working for America's Talk Radio Network in um, late February, early March, and essentially they had this show called. Oh, my dog's chasing a squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel, 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 squirrel. Yeah, I'm out in the front yard, and she. Yeah, obviously the squirrel's halfway up the tree, and my dog's still looking at the root, the base of the tree, going, "Where'd the squirrel go? Where'd the squirrel go?" So 
uh, I started working for ATRN, and essentially they, you know, they're an, they're an upstart. They're 14, 15 months into doing what they're doing, and they decided when they launched to try to launch a morning show and get it syndicated. Now, these were, you know, and I'm going to out my bosses a little bit here, but not okay. really rank on them, but they're TV guys. Okay. And, you know, th- when I sat down for my first interview and they said, well, you're going to be taking over this morning show because we want to concentrate on something else. And I thought to myself, why are you trying to launch a morning show in syndication? Because that is the hardest day part. That's what they call day parts to launch because even the smallest little AM transmitter usually has the program director doing a, a live morning show. So to launch Sunrise America and to get it on more sticks or more transmitters was going to be an uphill battle. I knew that. So, you know, we came in, I think we had about a dozen. Uh, we had uh, our largest market was Portland, a couple hours in delay uh, in Alabama. Portland ran us early morning from 4 to 6 a.m., you know, basically, you know, it's 6 to 8 our time. Now, is that satellite-based? The, the whole is Oh, that, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's all on Westwood One's, uh, you know, okay. SDS, yep. SDS. Yeah, yeah, it's a complete network. I mean, there's a whole bunch of weekend shows, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But... The, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, I talked to my boss. I knew the writing was on the wall. If Until we could add another half a dozen stations on the morning show, the morning show was going to be a financial drain. In other words, it was going to be a negative asset. It wasn't going to be a positive asset. Oh, well, yeah. Any so, startup business is going to be like that the first yeah, six, eight, nine yeah. months, a so, year, two years. <laughs> yeah. So I knew that going in. So about a month ago, when I decided to start announcing that I wanted to bring my podcast back, I also understood the exact – believe me, timing is everything. And I knew that the stars were aligning, and I, I talked to my boss. He goes, listen, you know, he goes, it's not that you're not doing a great job. He goes, you know, you're keeping it relatively conservative for our sticks, and you're not – you know, completely being you, and he goes, and I really appreciate the content, and yada yada yada. But you know, but the conspiracy the corner is not going to work anymore. I'm sorry, we just can't do this conspiracy corner anymore. Well, no, <laughs> it wasn't even about that. It wasn't even about that. It was about satellite time and producers and uh, Comrex links, and and it was about dollars and cents. And I, I said to him, you know, what if the morning show goes away? And he goes, you know, because I do affiliate relations when I get off the air. And that's, you know, trying to sign up more shows and vignettes and more stations. He goes, we want to keep you. And I was like, okay. You know, that conversation kind of came and went. And at the same time, I was like, okay. That little voice inside my head said, you know, you finally got a place. You got a bedroom. You know, you're rooming with a good buddy of yours. He's cutting you reasonable rent. It's time to relaunch Dangerous Conversation. And there was no other place I was going to do it except your place because I believe in loyalty. And and that's where I want to do DC. Uh, The uncensored, completely uncensored version of DC is going to be here on Raz Radio because because of you. Okay? Simply because of you. Because of you, Uh, you if you want to get to the real. No, no, no. No, no. Because because of loyalty, because of. how I feel about people that trust me and, you know, I want to return that. So we're going to take care of that. I'm going to get to that. That's next week. So, um, you know, we we had a meeting last week and he said, you know, listen, I got to pull the plug in the morning show. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, and we're going to work out something else where I'm going to be more of a nine to five. I won't be getting up at 430 in the morning. And frankly, Sean, I'm not a morning guy. Never have been. I hate fucking waking up in the morning. <laughs> and and I was only allowed to be about 60 percent of myself on the air. Right. Well, when I when I started teasing the return of D.C., 
my boss goes, you know, dangerous conversation. I know you did that with Bubba for a couple of years. You know, tell me more about it because he's curious about hopefully giving me a weekend slot on their network. Excellent. Well, that's always a okay. great thing. You can't. That, that's your end yes. goal. It's always been your end goal. Yep. Well, I've got three end goals. One is to do a completely uncensored on the internet. One is to do a tight podcast that is kind of cut, spliced together. You know, great interviews. And then distribute that to everybody from like you know what Chris Gio is doing you know over at GCN and and Down over trip at Truth <laughs> Frequency. I'm I'm sorry, Truth Frequency. And and the third part of that was to make sure I got back on terrestrial radio. Now, yep. now I've got a network that says I'm willing to put you up on our bird. So I'm going to be shopping DC over the next weeks uh, here to get a terrestrial flagship. In Tampa Bay, I want to do it on the weekend, and you know that's that's in the that's in the works. Those inter excuse me, those interviews are set up and ready to go, and hopefully, what we'll have by the time we hit uh, September is we'll be live every Tuesday night on your show. And by the way, now that I'm not getting up in the morning, I'm going to commit to doing three hours of DC on your network. We're not doing eight to ten; we're doing eight to eleven. You nice. have to remember. Remember, I said I I'm, I can do two hours. Well, that had a lot to do with me getting up early. Right. Now I don't have to. Now DC is going to be three hours on Raz Tuesday nights. Then it's also going to be a podcast that's going to be spliced down to one hour, and I'm going to shop that to various networks. That's going to be squeaky clean PG, okay, uh, to get us more exposure. You right. know, everything from iTunes, iTunes and, and Stitcher and, uh, you know, the Chris Geos of the world and their networks and everybody. I, I want to be able to add an hour of content a week to them. And my, you know, I grew up doing terrestrial radio. This is this has been my baby. I've lived in Tampa Bay for 26 years. I am a well-known person in this market. I'm hoping to land a terrestrial stick. And when I do that, then we're going to pick out a slot. It's looking more Saturday than Sunday. Mm -hmm. That dangerous conversation will hopefully be carried by America's Talk Radio Network. Scott, can I ask you a question? Sure. The sticks you're re reaching out to, are these any sticks maybe you've uh, been involved with before? I, I, You know, the first rule of radio is don't <laughs> jinx yourself. Okay. Understood. Don't say anything out loud. <laughs> don't let anybody know what you're up to until you've talked to all the companies in town and you give them your pitch and you let them know. Uh, you know, here's the show. Here's the crew. Uh, here's the network that wants to carry the show weekly. And you know, you get a piece of the of the profits. I get a piece of the profits. My network gets a piece of the profits. And you know, it's been my goal. I told you three platforms. Did yep. I not say three platforms? You always have since day one yes. when you started the Kickstarter. That was your goal. Was to exactly. do three platforms. And uh, two platforms will be done from the home studio. And the other one will hopefully be done from a studio of an actual terrestrial station. So, um, or you have to go buy an ISDN I, line. You know, either way. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, my my goal is to. Wouldn't you like to work to from be, home though? I mean, you never have to leave. No, no. Oh no, home home is where I'll be for your for your network. Home is where I'll be when I put together the podcast. The podcast might consist of let's say an, an interview I do Tuesday night along with a rant that I do on my own, along with an interview I do that nobody actually hears in real time. Right. You know, may, maybe I track down Burmese and we do 40 minutes together, and then I you know, throw together something else. But I've, you know, because I might, if, if the dollars can finally start rolling for me, I, I've already got a, a podcasting consultant, former program director, that wants to help me 
you know, he loves the show. He's he's just been in. By the way, he had a chance to hire me a while back, and he's kind of regretting it. So, like I said, you don't like when the stars are aligning and you just kind of go, "Wow, everything seems to be timing out just right." Right. And this is the this is the summer that these type of things are going to happen. Um, and I sat there and I was like, "Oh man, my 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 laptop sound card just shit the bed." And Dave Cunningham goes, "No, oh, no big deal. You know, I'm not I'm not a techie guy. I was like, oh, how much to buy a sound card? Should I bring it back to Best Buy where I bought it? He's like, dude, get yourself a USB sound card." And plug it in and, and disable the previous one and yada yada yada. He told me that uh, yesterday. I was like, okay, so that problem is solved. Then I was like, man, I have a horrible signal in my bedroom, and I'm a hardwire guy. I grew up, you know, and literally my studio. I, you know, I wired it. I mean, there are wires running from the mixer to to processors, from the processors back to the mixer. Blah blah blah. And I'm looking at, you know, two bars, three bars. I've got two desktops that I bought with this Kickstarter. and But right. my laptop is, you know, remember I used to play all those sound effects? Yeah, you had your little laptop. soundboard on there and, and yeah, you had it exactly. all working ready to go. So so I can't do that right now. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, what if I want to play a Ferris drop or, or you know, what if I want to actually play the soundbite that John Oliver is ripping the Confederate flag a new ass? I can't do it. And then I sit down with my boss last Friday, and you know he was like, "Listen, I, I've got to pull the plug on the morning show." And I was like, "You know what? To be honest with you, I hate waking up that early. I'm gonna make the same money." And and that's when he said, "Listen, tell me more about Dangerous Conversation. I think we want you well, on the weekend." It opens it opens you up a lot more for for all the different things you want to do. To be it, me, right, to exactly. be me. Dangerous yep. Conversation is me. Uh, uh, Sunrise America was started by the guys I work for. It was a very conservative sounding show. You know, you heard me bite my lip a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Okay, it wasn't really me. So I, I said, listen, I it's my job to give you content. That's what you pay me for. But at the end of the day, was I was I you know jumping for joy driving in? No, I was like, all right, what can I talk about today that won't piss off people? Uh, how can I push a button or two? But now, if I get a chance to do dangerous conversation on a terrestrial stick or from my home studio and have it carried on a network where I can actually shop my own show at work, I can call a radio station and go, oh yeah, by the way, we carry 20 weekend shows and 16 vignettes. And did I tell you about this new show? Oh yeah, it's hosted by me. It just seems like all, I don't know, <sighs> Sean, I, Everybody it's can point at the life really and go, excited. when things yeah when things fall together all at once you just know there is something bigger in the works and uh, it this is going to be my summer into the fall I, I I really feel it now I really do and uh, you know I'm not going to get rich where I'm working but you know what if they give me a, a, a DC by the way if it happens at ATRN will be a two hour show and I'll get I get a piece of the advertising dollars. And you know, and and yada yada yada. Like it's, I said, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah jinx don't, it. don't jinx it. Then you know, it's an exciting thing. So yeah, you know, since we we were going to hold off a week here to to get started on on DC uncensored, uh, I think that's uh, maybe that's the title you should run with is DC uncensored. Um, I think we need to. I think we. Well, need you to, are my program director. I'm going to allow you that. <laughs> well, I'm not, but I, you know, not to be a dick, but I am a station owner. I'm just trying to, you know, throw a little idea out there. Just conversation. But you're right. We'll be the, you know, because when you, when everybody that was exposed to the show originally heard me on IO, they heard balls to the walls radio. Right. So they're used to that. So that's why I want to stick with Raz. And by the way, 
I, I'm going to say this right now. I, I didn't. I had someone approach me. He's a good friend of you and I, and, and he wanted to uh, co-carry the show. And I basically, I, I kind of deflected him to you and said, check with Raz. But I'm going to make a statement right now. Mm-hmm. Tuesday nights, the only place you're going to hear Dangerous Conversation is Raz Radio. Okay, I, I, I'm flattered when someone goes, hey, can I carry your show too? I get that kind of thing. Right. And I love for that love. But you know what, Sean? I want my show to be, but the uncensored show to be exclusive to your network. Everybody else will either get the podcast, which would be more of a PG thirteen, or the terrestrial. And I, you know, my my dream is to, you know, to to be on fifty sticks, you know, AMs and FMs, and 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 to do a great Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening uh, talk show that isn't the same old, same old. That all these stations are carrying. So, well, we'll we ex- will we will do uh, uh, you and I will discuss and talk about how to do it and all. But I, I hope we can do uh, the replays and the and the downloads of your Tuesday shows also. Well, uh, Dave Cunningham, uh, Four Toad, uh, has actually got a interesting website reserved. I like uh, you know the www.com that he's got. And uh, what we're going to do is, you know, I'll be recording the shows as I do them because mm-hmm. I've got quite a bit of gear here. So I'll simply just be uploading those to the a Dangerous Conversation website. So you won't have to worry about doing any of that on your end. The show will be live on your network, and that will be the only time you can hear it live. But if you need the downloads, you, you'll be able to go to the website that, that Dave reserved for me. And thank you, Dave. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. Dave's going to probably – Dave doesn't even know this. <laughs> Dave's going to be over the house next weekend just to make sure because – Everything you know, works. You got, yeah, you got a lot of connections and stuff that I'm pretty unsure of at this point. So he's going to help me point. Uh, but, you know, um, should have the computer issues, uh, my computer issues solved tomorrow. The uh, the uh, the Internet people won't be here till Thursday or Friday. No, th- I'm sorry, Thursday. So it really was, you know, I kept saying, God damn, when am I going to get to do this show? And last weekend or last week, Friday, everything started to change over at ATRN. And I was like, holy crap, you know. Everything, wow, I am in the middle of looking at the darkest cloud bank that is coming Rolling right in towards... Rolling Tampa Bay there? Yeah, so it's, it's over in Tampa, actually. It's coming towards St. Pete. So, But you know what, Sean? Um, I was, was going starting... to say, Scott, I don't know how much time you have but here, um, but I'd like to do some topics with you, uh, if you yeah. have the time. So how, how, about we take, how about we take a little seven-minute break, and uh, you can even hang up and dial back in six or seven minutes. Uh, and we'll we'll do some topics for about twenty minutes, and then we'll cut free. How's that sound? Sure, sounds good. I will dial you up in about uh, six minutes. All right, excellent, man. We'll we'll, we'll talk back here in a couple minutes. Uh, you know, because I I want to address topics with Scott also because it's been a while since I've heard. You know, we really get on these topics. So you guys listen to the first two. We'll be back in a few. different realities there's no doubt about that 
They're trying to form a one unified reality. But as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry. We are now knowing it within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands and Africa and uh, Peru or wherever. We're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need, which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our So we need to find that faith in humanity because listen to all these people that have come out here, every single one of them, a loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And, exactly should be doing. and the synchronicities will start to unfold, and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way, go with it and, and do it to your fullest. That's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know, to your fullest when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever. And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you, and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. Chocolate drop. There's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's nuts last night. Yeah, I got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he didn't wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, yeah. You want to see my ass? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have any black people. It's the Chocolate Drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RatchetHillLive.com. We, we talk about other stuff, trust me. I'm 
Suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mind I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the God Guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves Now let this wolf speak Thank God it's all trapped And that is a fact They know what we do doing with a touch screen of map They poison our food that we feed to a seas Destroying the world all over greed They take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say go ahead and buy the new hat It's control at its worst but we let them do that Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I been searching for this feeling to all that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I am searching for this feeling to long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song they poison the water for poison and lights They poison your child, they poison your wife They poison your parents, they poison your friends This shit is real, no need to pretend Infect us with bugs that never get tested We are the trial, easy selection They put out a scan and we there the next day Genetics is gone and they want to play This may be the matrix built one at a time We open up eyes and drop in these guys We'll condition our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out, I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You the mass genocide that they claim it is safe All over the globe, just be the case With a push of a button, they have you erased Someone please tell me why I waited so long I been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. You know, I, I always love 
when I get to talk to my buddy Scott, you know, because he's always got a lot of things to talk about, and, and, and now that we're getting to the process of, of DC coming back to us, I'm, I'm enthused, and I just want to talk some topics with him. So, Scott, I got you back, right? I'm here, brother. Excellent. Um, you know, we've watched a lot of things go on. I don't know if you heard any of my earlier stuff in the show, uh, but we hear this uh, this whole thing with uh, what happened in South Carolina and, and white supremacy and racism being thrown around um, and, and the comparison of the two as being the same thing. Um, but I think we all can agree that, that racism and white supremacy are two total different subjects. The way I look at it is um, fear and love drive every issue in, in our experience as human beings, okay? You're either going to choose love or you use fear. Now, fear breaks down into a lot of brackets, and one of those brackets is hate and or uh, what, we, what we call racism. Um, but make no mistake, you know, um, you know, you can get into the issues of psychotropic drugs. You can get into the issues of gun manufacturing. But at the end of the day, it's still a human being who pulls that trigger and decides that those other human beings' life aren't worth what his or her life is. And by the way, you don't see any female shooters, so oh, very another, rarely. another side topic there as well. So let's let's just tackle the topic for a second of the idea that if guns weren't around, would these exist? Would these things still take place? Of course they would. You've got, you know, there's many ways to take out human beings. It's a little bit more convenient to be able to carry a gun, pull a trigger. So, you know, yeah, if, man, if you, can you go try to, you, to remove all, yeah. You can, go to Eng, you can go to England and look at the stabbing rate in England. Uh, you know, they've actually discussed and, and thought about uh, outlawing uh, knives or having people turn in knives. I don't know if you remember that a few months ago where they were having that discussion. Yeah, you know, the whole idea that blaming the weapon is, that, that's political in nature, and that can, that can stem every, any, anywhere from, you know, going after a gun lobby all the way down to someone who manufactures a knife, but you can't remove the violence from the human being. Uh, you, we are a violent species. The question is, can we evolve past that? And now you get into, okay, it was a white kid, in a church full of uh, African-American people. So now you have a second topic. It's not just violence, but it's a specific color-on-color violence. So you're going to run with that one. Now you've got the next topic when you get into what motivates and or what creates the psychosis in that person that creates a killer. Then you get into the psychotropics, the SSRIs, and that many, many people are usually coming cold turkey off these things or mixing them with other drugs and or alcohol. Normally, if you're on some type of psychotropic, I'm not a fan of them. But you know what? I have friends that swear by them. I have uh, friends that have been on them for over a decade, and they say they help them cope. Oh, trust me, but Cynthia. Trust me, Cynthia and I got into a big thing yesterday on Twitter between the two of us, and I guess she went on Shannon's podcast, and and the two of them, you know, spent a good twenty five minutes berating me and talking about how I'm an idiot and how I don't know what I'm talking about. But that's okay. We'll, we'll hey, don't we'll, take we'll it worse through that. <laughs> don't take it personal. And. You know, by the way, I am in the middle of it. This awesome thunderstorm. I'm sure you're hearing. Is it that what that noise? Because I've I've been I've had to oh. tweak your tw- oh, yeah. your your, your uh, treble. Yeah, I had I've, to bring your treble. My neighbor has down. a bunch. My neighbor has a bunch of uh, uh, chimes, so they're going crazy. I'm actually tempting fate. I'm sitting under an oak tree in a thunderstorm. Oh, so on a cell phone, all at the same time. Yeah. Go ahead to yeah. go, Scott. 
I know, I know. Isn't it great? Isn't it great? <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Um, you know, I love Cynthia, love Shando. But you know what? It, if you can't get to the root, I, you know me, Sean. I'm always about the cause behind the cause behind the cause behind the cause. What, what is the root cause of why somebody does something? And you know, I, again, I have friends that take SSRIs, and I have a couple lady friends that I've known for two, three decades. And they swear. Can you hear me? Because if I have to go inside, I will. It, it's, it's a little rough. It's getting a little windy. You were good there okay, for a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll take it inside. I'll all take right. it inside. We'll get we'll get quiet here. In a I love but, watching storms, so I can understand why you'd want to be out just, there. Uh, I, I don't. He's my. Come on, inside. I inside, periscoped. Man. I periscoped this storm the other night out here, and it was incredible. Some of the lightning strikes I caught were just unbelievable. But that the Periscope app is amazing because people can just watch what you're watching. Okay. Now we're nice and quiet. Now, there we remember, go. Uh, at the end of the day, it is the bullet that kills. Okay, go backwards. Okay? Inside the gun is the gun manufacturer. Inside the person that pulls the trigger is a human being. Inside the person that's a human being is a hate or a fear or a twisted viewpoint of who they are and what others are. So as you move backwards through that matrix, and you know that's really what I love to do, is, is go to the root cause of what causes things. Because you can sit there and argue semantics all day. You, you know, guns are a Pandora's box. The box is open. You're not going to remove those from society. Well, They're Scott, not Scott, what do you think about the Pope coming out and saying that gun manufacturers are not Christians? No, he said weapons. Weapons. I'm sorry, weapons manufacturers. Okay. Right. And he wasn't referring to people that make Berettas or Colts or whatever. He was talking about people that make F-35s, uh, aircraft carriers, and cruise missiles. He's talking about the military-industrial complex. But what about the what about the guys that made the swords and the shields back during the the you know the whole um, what they call that the the Christian Crusade. Crusades? You know, like what about those guys that made those that were doing it for Christ? Isn't that okay then? If yeah. it's I think that sword manufacturer made a lot of money, didn't he? I would have to guess so. Yeah, because no one made their own swords back then, Sean. You had blacksmiths that actually made those weapons. And by the way, some of those blacksmiths also became bankers. Yeah, imagine, imagine that. So now maybe the guy that, that is related to the guy that runs uh, Northrop Gummin was actually, yep. you know, 10,000 or 100,000 years ago was the guy cutting, making swords for the Crusades. Or for well, whatever, whatever. Not yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm guessing it, a little timeline's kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know, I get like that sometimes. Well, think about that. Just think about that for a second, though. That who benefited from war? Comma, you know, like put that war word in a bracket. Okay, was it just about a holy war, or was it about land acquisition? Was it about crushing another society? Who cares the religion? Religion gets blamed for wars. Religion is the excuse for war. Right. War is war is about conquest, greed, power, and envy, as well as ego. Well, religion war, is a cover for war too. Exactly. It's always been blamed for war. There's lots of covers the, for war. Sure, it's the surface politics of war. Okay, so when the Pope comes out and he starts talking about weapons manufacture, by the way, you know, I'm not defending the Catholic Church. They have a horrible history, okay? Has absolutely horrible history. So this guy isn't going after you and your, your nine millimeter. Right. What he's doing, he's going after the giant mega infrastructures of weapons manufacturers. If you notice, he doesn't, you know, he, look, go back and read his quote. 
Okay, he's not going after the individual gun owner that wants to self-protect and protect his family. No, he said the makers. Uh, yeah, I agree. He talked about the makers of weapons. Well, you know what? Let's talk about this. And by the way, real quick, I'm a big fan of the near-death experience. One of the most fabulous things I've ever explored in my life was something called the NDE. Many people have had them. One of the NDEs I actually read was about a guy who worked as a gun manufacturer, and he didn't think anything about it. Okay, He was a salesman. Then he gets his NDE, and he has this thing called the life review. And the light, you know, he's surrounded by the light, and they're showing him his life. And then he saw every single gun that he was responsible for manufacturing killing another human and he felt that at that level so there's a spiritual connection that i think the pope is talking about but, but, but he's also but he's also talking about and don't get me wrong i again i'm not a fan of organized religion everybody knows that well, I'm not I, I, the, the, the question i want to bring up scott is, is if if you're if you're going to manufacture a gun, you know it's going to be used to kill, whether it be human or animal. And if you're manufacturing handguns or or whatever it is you're manufacturing, you know it's going to be used. The sole purpose of it is to kill. So how can you repent or say I feel bad about you know making these or I've seen all these people killed um, when you've made all that money from? You, you see what I'm going at? You see where I'm? Absolutely. It's a Pandora's box. You can't put it back in the box. I mean, you know, look at look what the Catholic Church did when they looked the other way during the Holocaust. Okay, that was, you know, I, I'm not defending the Catholic Church. What I am saying is this man is publicly calling out topical conversations that need, I'm not a socialist, but I like what Bernie Sanders has to say about certain topics. I'm not a Catholic, but I like what the Pope has to say about certain topics because those topics are now thrust into the social media and you and I are now talking about it because it showed up on a Twitter feed or it showed up on a on a, on a uh, Facebook feed. So I'm not defending what he said, but I am saying thank God someone's calling out the idea that war is the answer. That war, war, and more war is how we as how we advance as a species. Mm. That's what I like about that statement. Uh, the rest of it, yeah. I mean, doesn't the Catholic Church own stock in certain gun manufacturers? I think people are posting Beretta and and other things. I don't know. I I haven't checked that and fact checked. That. So, you know, again, uh, calling out a weapons owner and calling out a weapons manufacturer to me are slightly two different things. I, I agree with that. I don't think that's what he was doing. Um, with two minutes, Scott, two minutes, uh, I would like, oh, Jesus, I just did the same damn thing I did earlier. <sighs> you brain farted. Yeah, I totally brain farted. That's twice in one show. That's really not a good thing. You're not even my age yet. We would see you get to be my age. Uh, but I'm a grandpa, which you're not yet. So I, I guess that maybe that's automatically makes something. Well, so long as you're not shitting your pants, you're good to go. <laughs> well, as you shit your pants, you're screwed. In two minutes, I wanted you to tell me something, and I have no. I, I was trying to set up something, you know, to sh close the show out, and I forgot. I hate when that happens, Scott. God bless it. Well, you know, it, it happens to me. That's why you know, I don't know if ever seen me do a show. I always keep that yellow legal pad in front of me, and I scribble one word down because it'll help me backtrack back to what I – because someone will be in the middle of something, and you don't want to interrupt them, and you, and they'll say something that will trigger a thought, and you have to write that thought down, and, and you know, I'm talking or something, then you can go back to that thought. I, I was trying to double dutch in. I was so trying – Was it – was it, we already talked about that, right? Right. We already talked about the guns and and, uh, and the Pope. By the way, um, 
I, I'm not a big fan of formalized religion because I honestly think that it's still the control mechanism that keeps us from evolving. But I, I have to be truthful when I say I don't know if it's planned. I don't know if it's part of a long-term goal. But this one pope has called out more bullshit that's going on on the planet than the last five combined. I'm not giving him a hall pass. But you know what? People are talking about things that they weren't talking about and you gotta remember there's a billion people that align themselves with that religion and I've got Catholic friends that don't even like this Pope anymore you know why he's rocking the boat too much for Catholics they don't like it well even even his even his advisor for climate change is like some worshiper of like Mother Earth type thing he doesn't believe he's an atheist that believes in a Mother Earth so you know for him to take advisement on something that you would think he would believe that God controlled more than the effects of humanity. Uh, oh, and it, then it gets into your definition of what God is, and then it gets into your definition. Is there consciousness in a giant planet? Is there an actual energy behind the energy? Uh, you know, those are those are deeper conversations. I, I don't I don't want to discount anything that's being said on that level. But you know what? I'm all for pushing the envelope. Let some guy say something controversial because then you're going to get a lot more people weighing in on it, you know. And, and uh, you know, guns guns are here to stay, Sean. I don't care what anybody says because there's profit in manufacturing guns. I'm not into violence, you know me. Right. I, well, I you're not even a gun owner. You know what? You know what? You know what? If, if you got a couple minutes, let's talk about the cops. Um, what do you think you know, on the cops? Because I can always do that. Well, um, I like to see more of the cops helping people. I like to see more of a cop, a cop help a woman who is choking. We've seen a cop, you know, uh, sort of break up another cop who was beating up a kid, and then when she realized he was being filmed, he kind of got more aggressive. We saw that whole pool the video, fiasco. Yep. Yeah, we've we've seen a lot of this. You know what? I don't believe all cops are bad. I'm not. I'm not into the the control mechanism of the upper crust to keep them safe and to uh, crush any any dissenters and we, you and I would be considered dissenters so I'm not into that but you also have to understand behind every uniform, behind every grunt who pulls an person who's never met and in around some guy who's holding a blanket around his hand and there's no gun uh, you know, to all these things, there's still a human being behind that. And those human beings, just like some five-year-old who's taught racism, they're indoctrinated into violence. They're indoctrinated into these things. Some of them get off under ego. So never throw the baby out with the bathwater, ever. Right. Always call out the individual. Always call out the act. But the system itself always has a chance to be tweaked and bettered. And that's I'm a fan of, uh, you know, a... a, a can you safe to put remember that yeah, I, I wouldn't you're breaking up a little bit Scott I wouldn't argue with you on the on the 99 percent well I wouldn't call it 99 percent but I wouldn't argue with that all cops aren't bad I I would say though that unfortunately we are seeing a very large increase and, and this isn't just you know, over this whole 10 years of seeing it, I think in the last year or two, whether it's just being shown more or the the problems, the mental issues, the mental problems of these cops that are 
either PTSD or uh, uh, had problems before they even got in there, they're coming more and more to light. We're seeing uh, these rapes and we're seeing these assaults and these murders. I mean, we had a New Jersey cop in Asbury Park, New Jersey, chase his ex-wife down and in front of his ex-wife shoot or in front of his seven-year-old child shoot her to death. And then put a gun to his head, and while she lay, well, she wasn't dead yet, she laid there bleeding to death, and the cops just kind of stood there and, and, and patty caked this guy that, that was holding his gun to his head after he shot this woman, instead of, if it would have been you or me that had done that, we'd have been shot dead in the streets, and they would have saved her life. Sure. You got the thin blue line, which you just referenced, where, you know, the brotherhood protects the brotherhood. But then you have to go to what is the entrance exam? What is the psychological exam? What are the drug tests? How has it changed over 20 years? Sure, exactly. You know, you have a lot more cops that were ex-military, were used to kicking indoors. And a war zone has no rules. And these guys are now but into a society where posse comitatus is supposed to take place and so on and so forth. And they are there with amendment is supposed to be. Yeah, Scott, that storm is rolling through that. Scott, that storm is rolling really bad through there. So you're like cutting in and out a lot. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, Scott will be live here. Next Tuesday, if all if 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 hell and high water works out well, we'll be able to hear him live next Tuesday. I'm already going to commit now that my schedule is changing. I won't be waking up at 4.30. I'll be getting up at 8 o'clock, a normal hour. So I'm going to commit to doing DC for three hours. Now, it's going to mean more guests. It's going to mean some sidekicks. It's, uh, I've got, you know, the studio has three microphones. So it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, Sean. Can you hear me okay? Is everything Yeah, right? yeah you're, you're cleaning up okay. a little bit, but I got to wrap it up anyway, cause I got to get, listen, you're going to start in, in four minutes normally from now, you know, coming forward. So I have to train myself to get out on time because, being the station owner, I've always had nobody behind me, so I could just do whatever I wanted. But now I got you behind me, so I got to get out on time. So you mean you don't have a seven minute close like you have a seven minute open on your show? Well, no, yeah, I do have a seven minute close. That's why like fifty two, <laughs> fifty two is my cutoff, and we're now uh, five minutes past it. <laughs> All right, listen, I, I just want to thank people for their patience real quick. And, you know, I am absolutely stoked to be doing DC on one platform, soon two, and hopefully three, all within the next two to three months. And that's really what I've been waiting for. Uh, Kickstarter t-shirts will be mailed out. They're going to be mailed out about 10 to 15 a month for the first two months, and then we'll get everybody covered. I'm still the posters made independently and cheaply so uh you know i'm gonna make good on all my promises and i can't wait to get back on the air and do more dangerous conversation love you brother all right man i appreciate it i appreciate your time i hope you guys enjoyed the first 50 first 52 tonight on razradiolive.com and radiofreeblood.com scott will be joining us next week uh permanently with his show and i look forward to it you guys be safe Remember, we love you. Have fun, enjoy life, love people. That's how you have to do it. Lost a sense of weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced. To love or to hate. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world Always trying
to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this bad race, I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more I said give me an old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity 
Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. Helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live help and our I.O. fans. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. is high, so am I, and so are the shorts of the girls who walk by, where the black top is hot with no shade at all, reminiscent of the summers that came before, where the hustle's strong or you won't survive, graffiti tells the story of a million lives, through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive, where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide, drama's like a cartoon that comes to life, where the express bus runs twice a night, to the stadium that's packed every Monday night, to the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight, where you can get what you Want if the price is right and screaming fuck use another way to be polite. Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 